Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Got a special guest coming up in uh, just about... Well, about 10 minutes. Well, not even 10 minutes, about eight minutes from right now. Mm-hmm. Hakeem McFarlane will join us. Hakeem's life has consisted of several trials and tribulations which cultivated the man he is today. I do want to talk to him about this because he's a very positive person. Yeah. I talked to him on the phone, like kind of helping prep him to mm-hmm. be on because he had some questions. And I think it's going to be a very much so a breath of fresh air and a yep. much needed shift because his whole life is just focused on positivity and helping other people. What's he doing in Minnesota then? Just his voice? Well, joke's on you because he's in New York. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just his voice is here. (laughs) Just his voice. I have never seen, and I'm really glad we're having Hakeem on because I have never seen, and it has been, I'm sure, but I have never seen Minnesota so negative in my life. No. God, people are negative here now. Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of a reflection of just America overall is very negative and but yeah, Minnesota. The world is. Minnes- yeah, yeah, in the world as well. But yeah, Minnesota definitely is not immune to it. You know, and I get blamed for it because I'm the one that brought Brittany back on the show. And it's just like, you know, Tom, what the hell are you doing? We were so positive. Mm-hmm. You well, do yeah. get a lot of blame just I get because blame. I exist out in the world. Exactly. It's all my fault. <laughs> I'm fine with that. you exist. Get stopped on the street like, what did you do bring that Brittany back? What the hell back? did you do that for? They're like, hi, Brittany. Tom, what the hell? Holy Christ, I like that. Remember, I, I brought up this, uh, this story very quickly. The Minnesota Democratic Farmer Labor Party chair rebuked socialist group for a disgusting statement after attacks on Israel. Mm-hmm. The Twin Cities chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America issued a statement of solidarity with Palestine. Again, I got your solidarity swinging because if they were anywhere near you, they'd cut your throat. Yeah. These people are so... But here's the amazing thing. Hmm. Apparently that story's drawn a little uh, attention because so far it's got 478 comments. Dang. Holy Christ. Whoa. Man. That's a lot of comments on a brand new story. Yeah. Should I read a couple? I haven't clicked on them yet. Yeah, yeah do not? it. Even though... I just like listening to you read the uh, their handles or their names yeah. in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you should. That's true. You haven't been around when they write up something on Tom and like their usernames will be like, screw Tom Bernard. Like, okay. Oh, there were lots of those that's in there. pretty funny. Oh, that son of a bitch. Tom must die. Like, all right. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Good for you. Sorry you got your ass kicked at your job. Not my fault. Not our fault. Tobin 06. Maybe the Dems realize that for them to survive the next elections, they have to separate the far-left representatives quickly so they can create a Democratic Socialist wing. Clever move. More window dressing and smoke and mirrors by the Dems. 
So apparently he doesn't like any Democrats. No. Yeah, right. I shouldn't say he because I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Not a fan. We think it's a man. Doesn't seem like it. Seems okay. angry. Why? Let's, let's call him. Oh, Because okay. he's angry. <laughs> sexist? Yeah, but how the fact that he won't shut up? Mm, also, man. Could be a woman. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'll fight all of you. I don't care. I'm three men in here. <laughs> all of you are garbage. <laughs> Hierophant. Hierophant says... When have any of these politicians made statements in support of the Palestinian people who are regularly and routinely murdered by the Israeli government? It's a weird double standard. Mm. See, what I would do is I, I wouldn't make comments about this war going on right now because you cannot win. And so it's funny you say that because we have a listener that gave us some feedback and essentially mm-hmm. said, uh, Gary, shout out Gary Kimberly for okay. bringing in through the app. Everybody I call him GK. GK. Yeah. That's our dog. Uh, but yeah, he essentially, <laughs> oh, he, he essentially said the same thing. Like, we got to, like, everybody mind your business. Like, stay out of it. Yeah. It's a religious war that's been going on yep. for thousands of years that's that true. we're not going to solve overnight. No, and but we helped to fund it. That's the big right. problem. Uh, you know, and they knew, oh, whatever, I won't get into that part. Maybe Kendall Jenner should give somebody a Pepsi again. Right. I, think I like it. Oh, that she would solved be racism. Helpful. Solved racism. Yeah. I like All that. took was a Pepsi. Took what? Well, you'll notice I'm drinking Pepsi this morning. Oh, look she got oh, the idea for me, you know. Tom, are you the new Kendall Jenner? Yeah. <laughs> are you the new Ken- yes, absolutely. No, seriously, are you the new Kendall Jenner? Is that the former guy? No, no, that's she's the younger sister. Oh, she is. That's like a model or something influencer. Half sister of Kim Kardashian. Oh, okay. uh, she dates a lot of NBA players. Bruce Jenner's daughter slash Caitlyn Jenner's. You know. Oh, it's Kim Bruce Jenner's daughter. Yeah. So what's his name now or her name now? Caitlyn. So Caitlyn, and who is this one you were talking about? I think Caitlyn slash Bruce, and then it's uh, Chris and. Jenner's but I mean, well. who was the one that made those comments? Oh, Kendall. Kendall. Kendall Jenner. Kendall. Yeah, okay. she was the one that okay. she was in a Pepsi commercial to help like end racism and essentially. <laughs> it was just tone deaf left and yeah, right, and everyone was like, "Are you kidding?" Me handed about? like somebody a Pepsi, and then now all of a sudden nobody hates anybody, and we're all friends. Oh God! No. I thought that was Coca Cola's ad campaign forever. I'd like to hear the world singing together. Give them a Coca Cola. Yeah, that was an old campaign, man. It's been around forever. This was during um, the like the the protesting and the mm-hmm. all the things going on, and it was like just was, just so tone deaf. It felt so. Really it felt like bad. a joke. Like SNL did a straight up skit about it, <laughs> and like they didn't that. really change much. No, <laughs> it was just a regular commercial. And it just played the commercial. So that was that good though, huh? It was rough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. I never did understand the, the attraction of the Kardashian family. Robert Kardashian was the biggest scumbag kiss-ass in world history, and it's his family. Because he was one of the people that got OJ off so he could go mm. hurt more people. Yeah, mm. also, he's a lawyer in California. Lol. He's like, dead now. I uh, Rest in peace. I think he's dead. Who? Robert Kardashian. Oh, the probably. dad. Oh, yeah. Not the brother. Dead. I don't know. Who the hell knows? I, I just, I look at and I go, okay, good. So you're all billionaires. I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. It's really good. You got sex tapes out there. Well, it gives it gives the average person hope that I can have no talent, but yet still become massively famous. Good point. That's what you do for me. All you got to do is sleep with Ray J. That's it. I have, yeah, start sleeping with Ray J. I've never been more hurt by something that you... You know what? No, I don't even have words for What'd this. What'd she say? That I'm essentially her Kardashian. I see him and I go, if he can make it. 
He'd be the Ray J. He wouldn't be Kardashian. That if he can Ray make J. it, then I can do anything. That is blasphemous. <laughs> How would you feel? You're a backstabber. I can't stand you. As a member of that family, our mother took a sex tape of my sister and marketed it. Oh, God, that's disgusting. Yeah, I, my hope is that it got out. And I, I mean, this is what I believe, because this is before sex takes were deemed as valuable as they are. Mm-hmm. My hope is that it got out and there was a lot there's a lot of proof behind it, like without them knowing and then leaned into it after. No way. I don't believe it. I don't, this was the plan from moment one. Right. Well, because didn't Paris Hilton's sex tape come out right yeah. before and yes. then Paris Hilton kind of blew up the timeline? Oh, the coincidences are right. piling and up. Could the sex tape between Kim K and Ray J got leaked by mistake? Sure. But they definitely leaned into it. And, yeah, Chris, I don't feel like, doesn't get enough flack for essentially sexualizing her daughter to make money. You know who doesn't get enough flack is Hakeem McFarland. That's who doesn't so get enough sorry, flack. Hakeem. I'm so sorry you had to come in on this. We normally don't talk Kim Kardashian for 20 minutes. I'm so sorry. No, they were just going on and on again. I love Kim K. Love y'all, too. Thanks for having me. Well, love back to you, Hakeem, because I tell you what, we need a lot more voices like yours out there. The world is nowhere near as bad a place as people, uh, unless, of course, things like what's going on right now with Hamas and all the rest of it, uh, Israel and Hamas fighting it out again. I love your message. Did you go through some pretty tough times to get there, Hakeem, to get that to that space yeah, in your yeah. head? I knew it. You had to have. <laughs> no, you did. I mean, I mean, we all, we all, we all do. You know, and it's it's perception is reality. So, you know, at the end of the day, we're responsible for everything we feel and all our emotions. And then, you know, we have to make sure our actions align with the person we aspire to be, and not the person we're used to being. Uh, Hakeem's life has consisted of several trials and tribulations which cultivated the man he is today. These experiences have made him an expert in overcoming adversity, and his purpose is to contribute his knowledge to the world. His passion stems from an understanding of the inequities in the community due to the societal norm, and he plans to change that by building the confidence in others so we can develop our inner peace in order to generate external peace. You do, I love that point, Hakeem, because I've, I've talked about this for years. The only reason that you're a victim and you're so pissed off and you're always in a bad mood is because you don't understand you need to find inner peace and then project that out. I'm not blaming and, you know, all problems. A lot of problems come from the outside of you. But you control what's in your head. you got to learn, like you did, Hakeem, how to handle that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, for me, it came from reflection. And that's a big part of understanding how far you've come. Yep. You have to sit down and do the work and then give yourself some credit. Give yourself some credit. Wonderful. Understand how far you've come. If you keep seeking the changes that you want to make, you know, as I say all the time, if we all reflect on five years, we've all grown a lot. But if we reflect on yesterday, we can't really identify the growth. But there's five yep. years yep. of yesterdays. So, so to be able to do that reflection is very important. And also being able to have a support system to, to talk to and, and get your ideas off of, off of your chest and off of your mind to you know, organize and declutter the preconception of yourself. And, and, and the belief in yourself, it gets, it gets real cloudy when you start comparing to other people and comparing to emotions yep. and yep. style norm and everything you've ever learned before. So the Choose Yourself brand is simply promoting the self-belief 
for us to be able to outgrow and unlearn the things that don't align with the person we aspire to be. You got to choose yourself to be your best for everyone else. And then put forward that great side of you like you're doing, Hakeem. You're talking about the very positive side of Hakeem McFarlane, you, you yourself. I think what I try to do, and I, I talked about this because it came up. I, I was at another radio station for 37 years. I got fired. They told everybody I quit, but I actually got fired. And whenever I talk about that, I talk about how I was miserable for a long time. But at the very end, I always try to throw in there, but I am the luckiest man on earth because I was there for 37 years and loved it, thought it was wonderful, and I now have this job. So, yeah, if something really bad happened, what was the result of it? Well, I ended up here, and I'm very, very happy here. I mean, except for working with the people that are here right now, the, the yeah. people you see up on the screen. You know, yeah. that's a disaster. But, but I, I, I hope I do that. Uh, and I talk loud enough and I say, yeah, yeah some bad things happen, but they're, the, the, the good things far outweigh the bad things in my personal life, right? Yeah, no, you have to, I mean, being able to find positive and the negative is the only way to keep moving forward with momentum and identifying what characteristics you develop from that, from that trauma, from that issue, from whatever situation you went through, what added to the brand that you're about to present to the opportunities that are to come because if you only focus on the things that it took from you mm -hmm. and the things that you yep. lost then you're going to be at a loss of words when trying to present yourself to the next opportunity Hakeem, how, how important is family and environment where you grew up how you grow up were you close to your family were you not close does that have a play does that play a big part in all this yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, your your sensory your sensory input is what generates your thoughts, which come from a place of experience. So all five senses, which is your environment, what you see, what people are telling you, mm -hmm. what you're listening to, you know, the, the interactions in your home, what you're eating, if you can afford to eat, you yeah. know, your sleep, where you're sleeping, if you can afford air condition, if you can afford a bed, all those things impact how you are going to see the world and how you perceive how people see you and also how you project what you believe inside because of the support you had back home. And when I grew up, you know, a lot of this came from my mother. She suffers from extreme mental illness. I mean, she wakes uh, up with it and I talk yeah. to her every morning. Yep. So this kind of boosted my passion for figuring out the mind and also big pharma because she's in pharmaceuticals and mm -hmm. did this downward spiral. And so, you know, Oops, he froze up. That's a good Something pose, though. There we because go. of my experience. Oh, did, we have some did we lose it? Connectivity issues. We do indeed. Hakeem, oh. your, your, your video stopped moving, but I... Oh, there, now you're back. Yeah, okay. you, you stopped I'm there back. for a second. So, yeah, I, we, we were, yeah, you were talking about a very, very important point there. So if you wouldn't mind going back just a couple of sentences, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, just... Uh, watching my mom battle addiction or well, alcoholism my whole life and addiction came once my little brother passed when i was 16 and he was six God. and that's when the meds came in and then i was you know single parent my whole life so those things i didn't realize how much they impacted me until i went through my grieving process went to a dark dark place <laughs> And then came out, and I looked back, and I was like, dang, that's why I'm like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm like that. What the hell? But, but, you, but you can't, but you, until you get to that turning point of I've had enough of my own, sh then yeah. you want to you wanna grow your mind, 
to be able to understand why you were who you were, you'll you'll always be blaming people. Oh, my dad, my mom, right. my, drugs, my brother. You're always going to blame until you get to a point where you're like, all right, this ain't working. Nobody's coming to save me. My mama, my God, my boss, ain't nobody coming to save me. I got to choose myself, create the image of who I want to be, take everything I've learned, resiliency, persistence, you know, confidence, being able to communicate, identi identification, the, the, the need to contribute to people who didn't have a support system like me. All those things are positive that came out of this. So now I've developed a brand that specializes in the development of mind, body, and brand for other people looking for resources to choose themselves. And it doesn't take long. It's a short transition, I mean, comparatively to your life. It's a mm -hmm. short transition of six months to a year where when you outgrow your old habits, old people, old places, old things, old addictions, old networks, and you're on your own because you don't know where to shop, who do I hang out with, who do I text because you've outgrown all these things, that transition is what the Choose Yourself movement is for. So now you can reach out to other people in the movement who are proven that Choose Yourself has gotten them their success, who has who have the resources and strategies and perspective to provide to, for you to tap in and reach that potential and confidence to be able to get through that six months of your fitness journey or re yep. relocating jobs or coming out of a relationship. Because it gets lonely choosing yourself in the beginning because you don't even know what you're doing. I don't even, I ain't never been here before. I never, I never done this. How am I supposed to know where to go right. if I want to start losing weight? I've been overweight my whole life. How am I supposed to stop smoking? I've been smoking my whole life. I don't know what not smoking feels like, but you choose yourself in that transition, and then it gets easier, and your mind starts to understand that this is the new norm. We ain't going back. We ain't going back. I'm not going back to places that are going to tempt me to go back either. No, I think that's wonderful. Hakeem, I tell you, just listening to you, because uh, on the flip side of that, it was my father who was mentally ill. He was institutionalized several times. Died very young, but he would, I mean, he was way over the top uh, with mental illness, all the rest of it. I grew up very, very poor. But you know how I look at that, Hakeem? I look at it as a couple of good things. It was not a good thing that my father was mentally ill, but it taught me that I could deal with it, which gave me more, more belief in myself. I grew up in a, I just talked about this about an hour ago on the show. I grew up in a, a Jewish, black, Catholic neighborhood. And it was not, not a lot of money going on and all the rest of it. But as I look at the world now, as other people look at neighborhoods like I grew up in, they think they know all about the people who grew up. In this case, it was North Minneapolis. And you do realize you learned so many great things from growing up there. And all these people who grew up in, let's say, very wealthy neighborhoods who think they know have no idea what they're talking about. So you walk away from a very poor situation with a mentally ill parent like you did. I don't know if you were very, very poor because of that, but possibly. Yeah. You learned so much and you have so much to say. Now, you are the person to step up and tell us what it's all about because you've been there to a lot of places where all these experts have never been. So you would be the true expert. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. And I'm, I'm a firm believer in experience is the best teacher. And, yes. and if you... You can read all the books you want, but until you have surgery, you don't know what it's like to be in that pain. You can do all, <laughs> you can do all, the, all the things you want, but until you've, you've had an addiction that you can't battle or overcome, you don't know what addiction is. And I've battled addiction. I've done sobriety. I've had surgeries. You know, I've been in multiple schools. There's, you know, the single only child, the single parent, losing mm -hmm. a sibling. These are all areas of... I call character development. Now, the book's going to call them trauma. You ain't yes, going to tell yes. me that's trauma. Right, right. I know how I'm looking at it, you know. But there's, there's, 
definitely uh, a sense of self-belief when you start to see your power to be able to overcome things that not many people can or have. And I'm here to tell you that I, uh, just listening to you, and by the way, you and I have so many things. If you ever come to town, we have to have dinner because you and I have a lot in common. Because no, I'm ready. Three years ago, <laughs> my youngest brother died, and I never saw it coming. You know, all of a sudden, he's get a call. He's in the hospital, and he's not expected to live. So you and I have been through losing a, losing a younger sibling. We've been through, you know, whether it was a mother or the father with mental illness, all these things. There are good things that come from that. And if you want look, I will tell you this. I've said this many times, Hakeem. Even if I believed I was a victim, I would never tell you that I'm a victim. No way would I say that, right? I, you know, I, oh, I'm a victim. No, 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 no. We're going to move forward. We're going to learn from that. One thing I do, because I know you only got about one more minute left, but I got to do, I, I'm going to do you a, a great publicity like per, uh, favor. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, you see that picture of you there? <laughs> I do. You send a picture out of looking guy. If I ever come to town, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> That's what that picture looks like. <laughs> Look at how, how mad he looks. He's like, oh, God, damn. Hakeem's mad at me. <laughs> I got a little smirk on. You got a smirk on. That's exactly right. Um, Hakeem, like I said, I know you got very, very, like one or two minutes at the most left with us, but we need more voices like yours, people who have been through the things you've been through. I try to talk about it. Uh, as much as I possibly can. And it's not that, again, it's not that I was a victim. It's if you can get through what, what Hakeem got through and what I got through, you can get through it. You can get through mm-hmm. anything, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, that's all I want to say, man, is when I tell my story is that I want to be the proof and the possibility within. And, you know, yep. it's, it's tough to see records get broken every day. There was a story real quick. There was a story about uh, a guy who ran a mile and under four minutes mm-hmm. and the next year 17 high schoolers ran it under four minutes and that's just because they knew that it could be done yeah. before that they were yep. shooting for 430 420 and then they started shooting for four minutes they trained differently they ate differently they read differently they moved differently and then they accomplished the goal and i'm sure somebody gonna do three minutes next year ain't gonna be me but somebody gonna keep breaking the record you know, that's, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, exactly that's right. the thing man and, and it's, it's, it's it's a beautiful thing to understand that we're all, all connected and we're all driving off each other and that's why the word dream is so important to me because we're living in the dreams of our ancestors and relatives and all the energy crossing that come down the tree down to us let's not waste it i am so happy we had you on today you need to come back more often i'm very serious about that as long as you don't look like this when you show up at dinner with me as long as you don't have that look on your face you're gonna have dinner man i'll send a different one i'll be back uh, like thanksgiving I'll be back. I'm definitely come by. Oh, definitely come by. I would love to see you. Hakeem, thank you so much for your positive attitude. You've taken all of those things and, and you didn't say, Oh my God, I've suffered this and it's been horrible and I've been a victim. And it's been you took and said, We're gonna turn this around and find yeah. some positive news from it. Just because you went through it, you're not trying to put anybody else through it, which I really admire. Exactly. You got it right. You're a good man, Hakeem. Everybody else, I appreciate y'all. Let me know when you want me to come back. I got plenty more to say. How about how, how about like ten o'clock? All right, <laughs> right Hakeem, thank you, sir. All right, y'all. Cheers. Cheers. Hakeem McFarland, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Greg McFarland's son, and Al McFarland from Insight News, uh, his nephew. 
uh, I love his attitude, and I really do. Don't sit and piss and moan. Yes, horrible things happen. There's no question. Mm-hmm. You, you, your mom and dad died. Your siblings died. It's horrible, but it's life. It's going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, suffer in peace, right? Yep. And that sounds really weird, but if, but if it's by peace, I mean in private, privacy. It's not that you can't talk about it, but learn something from it is the huge part of mm-hmm. that. That's why I admire him so much. As soon as he started talking, I'm like, this guy knows what he's talking about. No yeah. question about that. It's just, I, I just really hate it when all these multi, multi millionaires from Hollywood, let me tell you how, the, how do you, you don't have any idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That drives me nuts. You came from a rich family. Mom and dad were both movie stars. Now you're a movie star, but somehow you're living a life of strife. Yeah, or that I don't like, think so. Or that you can relate to yes. us. Or, or yeah. I don't understand when people look towards celebrities for answers. Like right. I right. couldn't agree more. It blows my mind. You know, I'm obsessed with certain celebrities, but I wouldn't like look at them and go, "What is she doing? What is he yeah. doing?" I have to go home early. I just agreed with Brittany, I mean, so I, I must go to the hospital. Oh. <laughs> you need to get checked out or something. I really like. do. Yeah, I got to get a checkout going over it. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're absolutely right. It just, you can sit and, and we're doing right in America. We're doing a lot of wallowing in misery mm-hmm. that in many cases doesn't, doesn't even exist. Yeah. yeah. Why do people, I would never admit you victimized me. Never. No. And, and it's okay to be like, because everybody's going to go through different trials and tribulations and like it's okay to you know feel sorry for yourself but for a little while but eventually you're gonna have to pick yourself up and you know move on and become better from you know where you were so yeah you can't wallow in it forever i love that i mean it's that guy was a hell where'd you find him so he, me and him go way back. So oh, he, do you really? Yeah. So, God, I shouldn't have liked him so much. I know. I was like, and <laughs> so yeah, me and him go way back, and uh, he yeah has been through some very dark times, yeah. and I've seen him you know at his lowest, and he's come out you know on top, and he always pushes the positivity message, and so I was like, you know what, let Love me see that. if you want to come on and and share some good news. That's so, awesome. That is great that you've known him for so long. That's. He was a terrific guest, and he knows exactly what he's talking about, too. Yeah, and, like, when he talked about going through his darkest moments, like, that old Keem, like, definitely would not have had him come on the show and say some <laughs> words. But it's, yeah, it's one of those things where, yeah, he can turn his life around. Anybody can turn his their life around and it's a great, make it work. See, and that's what kids need to hear, not like, oh, you got so much trouble coming your way in the next ever. No, you mm-hmm. can get through You get through this. Don't yeah, worry about it. I love that. I love that positivity. It's how life should be. It really is. It just is not. People just uh, cannot be happy for one another. It's just, uh, no. Jesus, whatever. But no, great, great line. So you, how long have you known him? Uh, Keem, I've known him probably, I don't know, eight years, nine years now. Like He was like the first person I met and like my first friend moving to Minneapolis back in the day. Has he ever looked at you and said, I'm going to whoop your ass with that look on his face? That I no, but I've seen that look <laughs> in his face when he's like, I'm going to whoop somebody else's ass. And he's like, hey, Keem, let's, uh, let's back up and so go he somewhere grew, else. So he grew up here? Yeah, he grew up, I believe, in know? Bloomington. Really? Yeah, I believe. Uh, does he still live here? Uh, his parent or his mom still lives here, I believe. But, yeah, he's out in New York now. His uncle oh, okay. started a big tequila 
business and so he moved out there to be a brand ambassador and you know his story is crazy all of a sudden look who's interested as soon as you mentioned yeah. tequila he goes oh tequila. I, just I just didn't pick him for a guy that would be in the uh, the alcohol business well the i guess spirits. i shouldn't spirits. say it's not a tequila kill me it's not tequila it's avila it's different it's oh. essential oh, avila, tequila. I know yeah but is, yeah, yeah it's uh it's good it's revel if you're interested but did he play uh, college football? Uh, yes, he played at Augsburg. Originally, he was at NDSU. Okay. Had some things happen, and I'm sure he can, come on. he can come on the show and tell his story much better. <laughs> but, yeah, he ended up going to Augsburg, was like a standout all-star. Oh, yeah. uh, got some run, some like minor professional leagues, a couple tryouts in the league. But, yeah, has kind of screwed his life up. Well, got knocked to the bottom of the hill, and now he's yeah. climbed his way back up and, and doing good things. Is he about your age? Yep. Yeah, I think he's two years older than me. He's very mature. Yeah. He really is. He, he really has a, a good view of life. What I love, too, is I always test people, see if they can take a joke. Because that look he's got in his face, like, oh, whoop your ass. Yeah, no. <laughs> look was hilarious. He, he worked at the House of Comedy with me. He was one oh, of my employees. Yeah, he was okay. our bartender. And he, yeah, he, so he can take a joke. He can dish it out just as well. I loved him. I thought he was a great guest. He can come back anytime. Because anybody that leaves with, hey, I've been through it, and I got through it, so you can get through it. I love that. Yeah. I love that message. It's a, it's a great situation. We have to take a break. My God, this show's flying by. Why is the show going by so fast today? Because I was gone yesterday and you missed me and I'm here today. Who told you that <laughs> I missed you? Yeah, who the hell told uh, you that part? I could just tell on your faces when I came in. was like, Whitney! You mean this one? Yep, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mature. Make a poop joke next, Thomas. Yeah, poop joke. Let's get that cooking. Get pretend I'm back in radio. We have to take a break. Be right back in a couple of seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I am a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling, only to gain it right back. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short days, the 60 days we're talking here, a very short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing, to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself, I can guarantee you that. Great job, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to hear about your success. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com and schedule a free phone consultation. It is so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation, learn about the program. You don't have to take time off of work, get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it's a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better, because you will. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a great option. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success, uh, your success story. Let them know that Tom sent you. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. 
Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. At the UPS Store, we know this upcoming holiday is when things can get busy for small business owners. Exactly. My to-do list and I don't take days off. That's why you can count on us to be open and ready to help with every small business need. Whether it's packing and shipping or if it's just to check your mailbox. That's almost everything on my to-do list. My list and I can take the day off. Your local, the everything to help you be unstoppable store. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back. What the hell does this mean? I just got this message on my phone. Device added to your account. Ooh. What does that like, mean? If it's Don't iCloud, look, Apple Watch is now... Oh, did you like... You get messages on your Apple Watch? Yeah. yeah but you've always had. But I've always done that. Open it yeah, up. Let uh, me see if it's a scam. Yeah. Is that a good idea to open things that might I mean, be a scam? Well, no. no. So if it's just, like if yeah. if it's asking you to put in any personal information, don't do it. Don't uh, click on a link and don't click. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like and it's even to the point now where if you get a it's phone, a, like a pop up one, so it's oh should be okay. okay, yeah, you should be good. But yeah, if you get like a phone call, like you're not even supposed to talk to people if it's because they can take your voice and just now oh, yeah. make it look like you're giving consent to oh, yeah. subscribe to whatever else. Or the big one is like Netflix. You'll get a fake email that says it's from like Netflix or Amazon. You got to update your God. payment information. Like no, 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 no. Yeah, they all just grow up. Yeah. Well, or there's the the scam now that people are doing where they're calling and telling you that your pet needs some sort of oh, surgery yeah. or whatever, yeah. and people will get suckered into that. And I always go put robot on the phone so I know it's real. <laughs> we'll talk. Robot and I will talk. Ro- uh, robot, is this you? Be honest. And if I don't hear no. Ooh. I hang up. 
Brittany. Mama. Mama. We're going to check the weather quickly because it sucks. <laughs> That's why we're checking <laughs> it's not it. great. Patchy frost before 10 a.m. Yes, I said patchy frost before 10 a.m. Otherwise, sunny with a high near 60. So that's the good part. Now, tonight, mostly clear with a low around 43. So that's another good part. But then we get to Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Thursday, a 30% chance of rain mainly after 5 p.m. Increasing clouds with a high near 53. Uh, then on Friday, rain. The rain could be heavy at times, a high near 48. Friday night, rain, a low around 45. Saturday, rain before 8 a.m., Slight chance of showers between 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. So, yeah, after we get through today, and, well, there's a 30% chance of rain tomorrow, but Thursday, Friday, Saturday do not look good for the weather. It is clear and 43 right now, so it's not exactly heating up quickly either. I got a good email. What's that? Eric, we, who we met at the State Fair. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. He wrote, very good guest. I have a life story for you that fits right in. In short, I have, mul I have multiple um, diagnoses, bloody, I don't want to go into too detail of this, but then he goes, I worked to understand it, work with it, and how to use it for benefit. All of this after a young life of trauma. Good job with go. the positive messages. And I've met him, and he's mm -hmm. a super put-together guy. I mean, it was just a glimpse. I met him and his wife. Um, that's awesome that he looked at it. And he said, how can I work with this? I'm sure yeah. there was a mourning process. We talk about that or yeah. whatever yeah. trauma or yep. this you have to deal with. And I'm sure sometimes it sneaks up on you. But, Eric, that's very impressive. I'm very impressed. You're a pretty neat guy. Well, again, you know, talking about you know, handling it properly, all the rest of it, I, when I found out I had to work with you, I went to the church and lit candles every day. <laughs> how many candles? <laughs> but it, I was like thousands. Thousands of, of it, candles. But it didn't work. Yeah. It was so, a blaze you know, after Tom left. It was exactly right. Chris Jefferson wrote in and just said, hi, Brittany. So. Yeah, I thought that was your burner account. Yeah, right? Yeah. You just read that somebody said hi, Brittany. So, Tevin almost did. No, what are you I guys did not. two years old? Uh, to cleanse that pet. Uh, to cleanse, I to for everybody. To cleanse the stench that Chris just left in our comment section. Mark chimed in and he said he's been listening to us every day at work. He streams it on Spotify and loves the show. So what did Chris but he's never going to listen again? Yeah, Chris, well, I guess him and Brittany, they can work it out. On they got a whole but, different yeah. deal. He didn't even say I'm good or bad. So he, he just said, said hi. hi. So don't worry. It's not even like I'm... <laughs> I'll still have to get a pep hi? talk. I'll get a pep talk from my mom after the show, like always. So don't worry, they didn't fulfill that need. So that was Chris that said hi. Yeah, said Chris hi. said hi. Mark said he loves the show and listens every day. That's how it should be. Yeah. See so right there. I'm into it. I'm part of the show. <laughs> no, you're not. You looked I mean, at me like a ticking time clock three, for how much longer. Yeah, three Ooh, days hey, a week. Three days a week. It's we're starting to whittle down. I, I feel like <laughs> we're whittling. I was put a percentage on it. I'm five percent of the show. Boy, that's pretty high. You think that's high? I went low. Ooh. What's Tevin? What percentage is Tevin in the show? I think 99. Damn. <laughs> we got 1% left for AJ? It's What's... really hard because AJ and Tevin are both 99, and it's mm. hard to do. That's very, yep. that's all, this is a weird math equation we're dealing with. It really with. is. I should go back to school. You want to come? Is that what you think? Come along. That's right. You're at school. How's school going? School is hard. I'm only in one class, and I'm watching all these other um, students doing a full load, and they are overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. It school is is a lot. She says it's, yeah. she says it's hard, but she also got like a ninety six percent on the last um, test. She but said. here's the thing: it was a math one. I'm really good at the math part. It was a dosage calculation, so that one I rocked. I didn't do so well on my cardio meds, which is embarrassing because I love cardio, but. 
Hey. Yeah, but it doesn't mean like I love music, but it doesn't mean I can sing. That's true. Right. Okay. What do you mean cardio meds? So I'm in a pharmacology class, and so uh -huh. it's um, meds that have to do with, with uh, the, heart. the heart circulation. Uh, you know, your heparin, your warfarin, your. Um, so you study diet. the medication. Yes. Oh, okay. But you have to look at it because you can't memorize every medication, so you have to look at it in groups and then pick out names. So it kind of helps you. I just I'm going to study different for next test. And I'm going to include you guys in study. Get some flashcards and, yeah. Why are you fist pumping in there? <laughs> Listener Jim just said, hi, AJ. Oh, perfect. Oh, Can we get somebody message in say hi, Kevin? There we go. Hi, Kevin. Everybody's hi, accounted for. Can we complete hi, the chilling? Everyone's accounted for. I heard my hi. name come up. Here. I was going to say, not a lot of people chiming in saying hi, okay, Tom. Okay, the harsh. saying hi, Tom. No. Oh, yeah. First of all, don't make fun of Derek. I'm just saying he, call, he writes in every day yeah. about it. The point is, Tom, we're going to all have to start making sure I pass this class. I think I've got six, six labs left, so six Tuesdays. So why do we all have to work so you pass? Because for well, then it would be for what? I took off work for what? Well, it's on you. Pass. It's not on yeah. us. You don't want to help? Hell no. You're out of the mix. <laughs> Give me eye candy. You don't want to help me? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So how could we possibly help? See, that's what all I'm right. talking about. I'll get back to you. Okay, get back to me on that. Would it help... If I stepped up and paid for the Holly Dazzle personally, so we could still have the parade. I'm actually but, not affected as much as other people. I'm not are either. About the Holly Dazzle, that's not going to rat's ass. As much, it, it's fun to go to. I think Gogo -Go would mm -hmm. love it. We are fine with waiting till 2024. We can handle that. She doesn't know it exists. No. Is there a bigger scandal to hit Minnesota than the Holly Dazzle <laughs> parade getting canceled? Really? I, I, it's either that or the Twin Cities Marathon getting canceled. What, like, what's next? I still can't believe it. It's 72. We got to yeah. cut back. What? Well, President Biden just was asked the biggest problem on earth right now. It's not Hamas. It's not the Middle East. It's climate change. Of course it is. Why? Because you can make money from that? Is that why it's so important there, Joe? These frauds. Oh, my God. Oh, well, I was going to say, for the Holodazzle Parade, it, it's canceled because it was just too expensive. We don't have the budget it. for it. You know what this reminds me of? I just felt super uh, deja vu. Do you remember when St. Paul was like, we're done doing fireworks, and mm -hmm. everybody lost their minds, but then we all kind of stepped back and was like, I don't really care. Right. <laughs> it's fireworks, whatever. It's like, <laughs> like I like fireworks, though. I do, too, but they're literally everywhere. Like. Yeah, they are. On, yep. on 4th of July. So I was like, oh, you don't get to watch it in St. Well, just turn your head 30 degrees to the left. Watch those ones. <laughs> yeah. See, this is one of the problems we have because you cannot let people flood into your state, your country, your county, whatever, because this is exactly what happens. All the things that you like about life are going to be canceled because they don't have money to do both. It's not a good idea. I'm not saying, you know, I wouldn't, I, I, I don't like helping people. I do. But you don't need to bring them into, like, let me put it this way. There, there, every, the exit I take to go home, every day there's a family out there begging for money. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And they look pretty damn healthy, I got to tell you that, just looking at that whole thing. Um, so what if I decided, you know what, it's not enough that I just hand you money every day. Uh, out my car window, why don't you come live with me? Because that's what America did, you know. They opened the border and said, here, just come live with us. How was that a good idea? Explain that to me. Can't you just help them? You can't go sit face to face with that scumbag that runs Mexico? Yeah, because I would assume that most people that, no matter where you're coming from, move to America because where they're living at isn't that great. 
And so if you want to come here, there should be some, I feel like there needs to be a more fluid process for getting people in and making sure everything goes well. Because it's not safe for somebody to be trying to sneak across. Right, there's got to be some sort of process to make sure one, they can get in safely. And then two, that we can make sure that we're making the adjustments we need to make on our end to make sure that everything runs smoothly as a country for everybody. And how about the sexual abuse of little kids that's going on every day? No, we can't right. talk about it. Oh, I know, but you've got to talk about it because we cannot allow people to just run around this country willy-nilly doing whatever they want. You no. can't do that. No. no. And, I, and I don't know why we ever put it. And then you've got the lying sacks of shit like those squad people. Oh, no, border's closed. No, it isn't. Why do you even say things like right. that? Because we can all see. We can <laughs> all see that it's not close. I can see the people over there that are keep flooding in. Like, Look, yeah. Nobody wants anyone to starve to death. I don't care where you're from. I don't right. want you being tortured, all the rest of it. But that is not the way to solve the problem. It's just a really, and the only reason they're letting you in, it's not to be good to you. It's because you'll vote for them. So they can make more money because you reelected them because you think they did you a favor by letting you come here and wander around the country. Well, what's funny is they make these uh, proclamations anyways, and they don't. Nobody follows through with anything. No, they no, just go, no. "Look at this, I'm grandstanding," and then nobody does anything about it anyway. So don't worry about it. Literally, don't worry about it. And we are in a position to do this, but I will tell you this: less people think I'm being too callous. I cannot tell you how much dough that Catherine and I have sent around the world to help people. Yeah. You know, you stay where you are, we'll send you some dough, but apparently a lot of people won't do that. Yeah. So I'm not saying we shouldn't take care of people who need our help. I got no problem helping people who need our help. It's just bringing them here to do it is a really stupid idea. And the main point is, how are we going to bring back this holodazzle parade? Am I right? Am I right? That's why you're not even 5%. Because you just changed the subject. I on changed my it because show. you're right, but I I'll handle it when I want to move on to another subject. How the hell like are we going to get this holodazzle parade back? AJ, can you mute Mike for? She's muting her own mic. Okay, let's talk about Holly Dazzle because that's part of it. Yeah. Because the reason we can have Holly Dazzle, part of it is because we're giving so much money to people who just walked into our country. And again, I'm not going after, I am going after some of these scumbags because some of them are coming here to prey on us. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you see the list of all these criminals they've let in? I mean, very serious criminals. Yeah. That is not good news, ladies and gentlemen. So what I'm saying, I guess, is yes, help everybody as much as you can. But the only reason they're letting them in this country is so they'll vote for them. That's the only reason. It's me, 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 more me now. It's all about me getting elected. Isn't that yeah. disgusting? Yeah, because essentially, they, it's not when they get into the country. A lot of times, it's not a good life that they're. No, like, nobody wants to be standing on the street corner, like trying to make a couple bucks to feed their family. Like, yep. there, yeah, like I said, there needs to be more of a process to help support people if they do want to come in. You know, and if you got to use the holly dazzle money to get it done, you right, know, then take it. I don't know. How much could the Holly Dessel possibly cost to run anyway? That's what I'm saying. Cause Wait, one, you, what about your electric bill? Think about well, that. Oh, no, because boy. Oh, boy. Where where does the Holly Dazzle Parade even run? Loring it's, Park. Loring Park? Okay. So, like, oh, do, do they don't go down Nicollet anymore? Oh, I thought it ended at Loring Park. Maybe I'll check. Well, I think it does end at Loring Park, oh, okay. but they go down 
Nicola yeah. don't they? And yeah, I, I get it. You're going to put up a bunch of lights and stuff, but yeah. it's you're normally putting up a lot of lights and stuff anyway during the holiday season. So it's not like it's really anything that's too much extra. I would assume that everybody that's walking in the Holodazzle Parade, they like pay for all their own stuff, like I as far as floats yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So like I don't yeah, I don't know how much money it really costs the city, but whatever. I'm not on that committee. So why are we shutting down Hollywood? Why can't we be happy? I don't know if this will make me less happy or no. more happy of the holiday. Well, some little kids are going to really miss it. I hope. I, I think a big part, too. So I think they had to cancel it in 2020. Mm-hmm. And you know what it's like with funding. If you don't use it, they start cutting off that area. And I think yeah. they're still kind of revving up from that part. I can't remember if they had it last year or not, and that's how much Holodazzle does not affect my no, day-to-day I'd be life. Right. I went once. Yeah, I've been once as well. <laughs> when I my choked, nephews were choked young. a guy I didn't know. But hey, it was an accident. We digress. Yeah, Who yes, hasn't choked someone at the Holodazzle? <laughs> Who hasn't choked a stranger? Am I right? Damn it. It was fake last night. <laughs> If you're walking around looking like Lastman, you probably had it coming. He did from behind. Yeah, well, I will tell you that. I've heard that before. Um, <clears throat> oh, my God. She turns it into a sex thing. So, I don't know. Like, I get it. Maybe this will be the thing they need to get all people all razzle-dazzled up for the holodazzle. I know, yeah. I know, or I know somebody who's going to be donating. Pat is going to be putting a lot of time and energy into resources into making sure he can donate to the holodazzle. So maybe this is an article that will get us revved up. Does anybody have any idea how much it costs to run the holodazzle parade? No, I was reading this article. It's a very short article. Yeah, but how could it be that much? I don't. <gasps> where's all the expenditure? I don't know. There's 103 comments. 103? People yeah. are furious. Are they really furious? Birch Cheery wrote, didn't know it still existed. I right. guess I won't miss it. <laughs> oh. I get it. I like it. Uh, yeah, I'm not a parade guy myself, but... What's that? Oh, I don't want to... I, <laughs> I, wanna... I, know, I know why you're fist bumping. Okay. Somebody just messaged and said, hi, Tevin. I, Priscilla. Oh, shout Jesus out Priscilla. Christ. Sorry. Why don't we just get a bigger <laughs> ego as I'm days sorry. go by? Oh, my I'm God. So sorry. Somebody said hi to me. Oh, Priscilla God. Golden is my next-door neighbor. She's my best friend. She's Go-Go's best friend. She this is Go-Go. who says, I love Tevin, and your I am, neighbor? I am traitor. Priscilla? Trader Priscilla. Priscilla, who listens every day. Priscilla, how dare you? I will be in the cul-de-sac, 11.30 a.m., fight. There's a fight <laughs> going down between you and I. This Can is you at least film it for content? Of course. Yeah, thank you. Ooh, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Content. <laughs> fight to the death. She wins. She watches Go-Go all the time. I won't. She's a god. I, <laughs> I'm just going to lay I, down. I, literally, it. yeah. I kiss the ground she walks on, so. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If you walk out and she's there, you got to go, Saturday night at the St. Paul Auditorium. Be there. you got to be there. I loved it when they growled at you. You think you're going to get in a fight again before you die? No. I don't think so either. I don't, I'd just shoot him. <laughs> Jesus. What? <laughs> what? How is that That's negative? so much. How is that negative? How is that positive? Leave me alone or I'll shoot you. What's I wrong almost with that? had That's coffee in my mouth when you said oh that. Oh, my god. I could have ruined gosh. at least two computers, possibly three. I don't see the downside of murder. I mean, you know. <laughs> 
I'm, I don't even have words to describe. <laughs> I don't even oh, have Is it time words. to take a break? <laughs> Please. What about in about three I minutes? Was, I don't want to. Uh, oh, my in gosh. It. This is amazing. He said, no, I'll just shoot them. Which, oh. I mean, I guess everybody be warned. You can't act surprised now if we oh, see Tom in the news. Americans can't get off their ass and get in physical fights. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. You what have are you to talking go, about? You gotta go shoot somebody. You can't even do your own fights anymore. Today's generation. Yeah. It's not really? the same. Yeah. I was never a big fighter. I once and very, very how, rarely. How many fights do you think you've been in? Not very many. How many fights? Well, not bigger than most people, so you, that's probably one one part of you're it. You're definitely the come across the type of person that's like, this isn't worth my time. To yeah, so I'd rather just yeah. ignore you. Be a good. I'll, you're not in my life anymore. Have you been in a fight? I've been in like one or two. Okay. Like and when was I was it worth younger. your time? No. Like people, no, I've been in time. situations where like people be like, you, you want to fight? I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> I no, literally I don't. don't want to <laughs> you know how like clothes get ruined so easily in fights? Right. And uh, like, unless you're like physically harming like my family or somebody that I care right. about, like, yep. I, yep. oh, I bu- accidentally bumped into you while we were out. Like, my bad. I'm sorry. Are you like 6'4? Yeah. Why would anyone want to fight you yourself? Well, that's four? that's the other thing too. Like I'm like big enough where like small people will be like, "Oh, you think you're tough? I don't you know I do not." I'm not scared of you. No, I do not. You can go find somebody that's I much bigger that. than me to pick on. Like I'm not going to be your trophy. Your you trophy Andre the Giant. I ain't afraid of you. I ain't afraid of you. And, and okay. really, what what did it for me in like not wanting to fight is because people are so trained nowadays yeah. in whatever mixed martial arts. Like, oh, God. I, was, I was working at a club, and you know Nate Diaz, the MMA sure. fighter. Yep. So he came in to the club one day, and I remember he walked past me, and I was like, I think that's Nate Diaz, and he is tiny, mm-hmm. human, like a tiny human being. I just thought oh, he was huge. And so I was like, yeah, if that guy can whoop anybody's ass, like I'm not fighting anybody because fighting's a waste of time yeah. anyway. Right. I mean, it used to be a big deal, I suppose, when I was a kid, but I, I just, I know a lot of tough guys. So mm. That's the one thing about that whole deal is people do not realize, well, Sonny Barger said it best. Guy was a president of the Hells Angels, who's dead now, unfortunately. He once said, everybody thinks they're a tough guy. Until they meet a tough guy, right? And I'm, and I am not <laughs> a tough like, guy. Woo, so. woo! Oh, I've met some tough guys. I don't know anybody uh, that's a tough guy compared to those people. No, I mean, honestly, God, there's some people in this world that are so much tougher than we are. It's unbelievable. There's people that will like get ready on a Saturday night and they go, "I'm going out looking for a fight." Oh yeah, like oh, that's, absolutely. You're no, no, no. I'm good. And in general, that's because of something that happened to them probably in their own family. It's mm. usually a family issue, like dad beat the piss out of them yeah, on a daily like when basis. Yeah, like they were so helpless and they yep. try to re-increase yep. those situations where they have control. It's like immersion Very therapy sad. that they choose. It's not great. No, it's not great. You're absolutely right about that. But you move on. and But, yeah, the, it, I love people who think they're tough. It's like... <laughs> I've met tough guys. You ain't a tough guy. Right. Calm down, okay? Yeah. I'm not. You're not. Shut up. Before we go to break, I do want to go on a disclaimer. We're not going to break. We're getting it. Tom Bernard will not be shooting anybody, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had my gun on. No, I don't. Oh, if you brought your gun to work, I would have a problem with that. Why? I have a permit to carry. You have a permit to carry, but I have a permit to say that's weird. Please don't do that. Why is it weird? <laughs> it's soups weird. Your no. lifestyle does not permit from walking from that parking lot into this building a gun. Yeah, we're not really in a dangerous part of town over your, here. Your life is not, I'm going to carry a gun around kind of vibe. Your okay, mo- how, how about a machete? 
Well, I'm fine with machete because I, I feel say, like it could be a useful tool. Well, I, I wouldn't say your life doesn't like. I could s- understand why you would carry a gun. There's a lot of weird people. You never know, like some know. stalker. You're you're a celebrity. You know, like you gotta protect yourself. What What would Catherine say if you're like, I'm gonna bring my gun to the studio? Yeah, well, aim it at yourself. <laughs> she probably would. She's that got dry humor. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh my God, she's. She was such a joy to be with last night because she was so pissed off at the twins. It's anything like her her mouth when she drives, let me tell you, that woman. I didn't realize that she was, like, such a big Twins fan. Oh, she loves the Twins. I figured she was just a ra- along for the ride because you're a fan. Vikings, Twins, yeah, she loves them both. She, Honestly, I and as I've said it before, we've been together for 43 years, been married for 39. Be Next uh, July 7th, we're married to this woman for 40 years. I think I love her now more today than I ever have. It just gets better and better and better instead of worse. Mm. Like for most people, I guess it, it appears most people after a while, they get sick of one another or something. Mm. I love her more now than I ever have. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's how it should be, isn't it? Oh, Otherwise, 100%. why would you be with her? I've only been married five years. I don't know shit. You're falling apart at the seams already. I didn't say that. That's what I heard. I like Justin more today than I did, like, last year. But you told me you hated him last year. Yeah, I said what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I said what I said. (laughs) Yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the whole thing. You want to watch the news and all the horrible things. Think about your life, all the great people around you. I have a wonderful family. I got great friends. Mm -hmm. I I got nothing to complain about. I really don't. No, people, and if you look for more good in the world, you'll definitely see it. Like, I try to make a point, like, as I'm driving or just out and about, like, to try and, like, notice other people. And, like, you can see happiness on people's faces. You can mm-hmm. see good things yeah. in the world. Like, it'll make your life a lot better not That's being true. miserable all the time. I meet so many nice people now. And, again, it's because of YouTube because they know who I am, I guess. But I just, in the last couple of weeks, have met 45, 50 people that would have never recognized me. But every damn one of them could not have been nicer. Mm-hmm. They're very, very nice people. So that, I'm sorry, but I, I agree with Hakeem on that one. Yeah. Live a happy life, man. Get yeah. out of your own way. I agree with Hakeem, and I disagree with AJ. you got to look for the positivity, live a happy life. What? Yeah, absolutely. No, look for that gray cloud, everybody. Find, <laughs> find, find that thundercloud, and then just <laughs> hang out in the rain and feel down. About everything. Feel down about everything. Everything sucks. I don't care what AJ says. I'm going to be happy and live a great life. I don't care what I... (laughs) Throw on the saddest song you know and cry. (laughs) What is the saddest song? That's a good... I'm glad you brought that up. I was trying to think of... What is the saddest song that I've ever heard? Pennies from Heaven? No, the Christmas Shoes song. Oh, that damn (laughs) song. I hate that It's the worst (laughs) song. Little baby shoes. That song sucks. It's terrible. It's, it's the worst song ever. And it gets played on the porch. It gets played at the happiest time of the year. And it's just this kid crying because his mom's not with. Oh my gosh, I can't do it. No, right. baby. It was like the baby shoes at Christmas. Because essentially, yeah, he's like in JCPenney trying to buy a pair of shoes. Where the hell did he find the JCPenney still on? I don't know. That's In my head, that's where he shot <laughs> Okay. Well, so the baby died? Right? No, it's a like kid. The, that's buying shoes because his mom is in the hospital dying oh, and he wants her right. to have like a nice pair of shoes to meet Jesus that's or something right. like that. Yeah, because Jesus loves footwear. You're not getting to heaven with the, with those right. dogs. Right. Oh, sorry, like, man. You get those? some new shoes. You can't come in here. 
I think it'd be. Nah, I'd love that. It's like one of those croc cowboy boots. Get out of here. I wonder if I could be the doorman at heaven. If I ever get to heaven, could I be the doorman? Oh, jeez. You can't come in. Well, here. Probably because they wouldn't let you in. So they're like, you be the doorman. <laughs> you wait out there and we'll yeah. be in here. And I'll just tell everybody, you ain't getting in here. You're Forget the bouncer it. for heaven. That'd be awesome. <laughs> the heaven bouncer. Get your, get your candy ass out of here. <laughs> go back to hell. <laughs> Sugar tit. Why don't you go to hell, man? Literally. <laughs> Would it be right? That's a good idea. So we've already gotten to the point that. I should be the bodyguard for heaven, yeah. or the doorman for heaven. I thought of, I and said I it should... wrong. I said, you know, Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. That's the song I was thinking of. You mean, that's why you're going to interrupt me yet again Sorry. to tell that part of it? Yeah, I don't want to Sorry. bring that up. But... You interrupt me more than any human being I know. What's wrong with you? That's not true. I've been on the show. <laughs> yeah, believe me. <laughs> believe me. Isn't she a disaster? Do you remember that Tears from Heaven song? Is it Eric heaven. Clapton? Yeah, he talks about his four-year-old who died. Yeah, and yep. sing, yeah that's it's a true a story, by the way. I know. That's why it's oh, the saddest song. It is a true story, yeah. It, apparently, the Holodazzle Parade has been canceled potentially for a while. It's, oh, now it's, it's, now so, it's just a holiday market in Loring Park. Oh, so it's not going to be a yeah. parade ever again? Uh, yeah, according to uh, Michael, one of our listeners, he said it is kind of adjusted. It's not the big parade anymore. It's just like a market. Oh, and it hasn't been? Or yeah, for several starting years. Now. Oh, really? Said, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So, Well, no wonder I didn't go to it because it didn't exist. <laughs> so that would make total sense why I didn't go to the parade then. Right. But no, it's, I, look, I like celebration all the rest of it. I haven't been to the Aquitennial Parade. Bilski? Why is Bilski calling me during the show? What the hell is that all about? Tell him to call the studio, Len. We'll get him on. Yeah. Hold on. And also, Brittany and AJ, did you see the most recent comment in. that came Call in? The show. Officer Dave saying he's a what? like he's all for concealed carry. Uh-huh. Might be the least surprising news that yeah. I've heard all day. Nine, Officer two. Dave, don't bring a gun in here. Six, he's got two guns connected five. to his yeah, shoulders. Yeah, he doesn't need to. Bring, you don't need <laughs> to. Give, honestly, need. Officer Dave, if you're bringing a, if you think you can bring a gun in here Friday, don't show up. Okay. Well, he doesn't need a third gun yeah, on top of the okay. two on his arms. So he, real talk. I don't need you to have a gun here. His shoulders here. are so broad, he barely fits through the door, and he wants to bring a gun in here, too? No. Keep an eye on the phone, because Bilski is not happy with your Minnesota Twins, I'll tell oh. you that. <laughs> you gave me a, a, a slight speak, heart attack. Cause speak I thought of you, the devil. Oh, oh is he, is I, think he that's, I think that's who's calling in. <laughs> He's not happy, I will tell you that. He shouldn't be. No, he shouldn't I'm not be. very happy. I'm not Mike, happy. Michael Bilski, ladies and gentlemen, the twin, Twins. You were at the game last night. I was, and I personally blame you for the afternoon. Why me? Why? What did I do? Well, you showed up to the game. When you show, they lose. Well, well not, game, not game two or of the first series, right? You went yeah, to that game? Yeah, but that didn't matter. That didn't count. Oh, <laughs> that didn't count. I see. When I win, that doesn't count. But when they well, lose, it's my fault. To be fair, I wasn't at that one, so maybe it was my fault yesterday. Yeah, see, it's your fault. You show up and they get their ass kicked. That's true. Were you sitting in uh, your regular I, seats that you that you sit in? No, I was. Uh, I was uh, a guest of uh, of a friend of mine. So. I don't have any friends. That's true. <laughs> so I don't know. Really, so what? Give me your take on it, because I was at the game, and I literally. Michael, I'm not kidding you. I walked in the stadium because I was, you know, doing my job, unlike most people. Sure. So yeah. I got there a little late. They were already down one to nothing, and I, my butt wasn't even in my seat yet when it was four to nothing. And I literally thought maybe I should just go home. 
Well, that would have, uh, you, you know, or you could have gone and played golf. It was a nice day. There was all kinds of other stuff we could have done. Uh, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, they just uh, they didn't seem to have it yesterday. So hopefully it turns around today. Okay, I have a question for you. So they got uh, yeah. not a great pitcher starting for us today. Uh, I got to believe that Lopez is good enough that we somehow pull this game out of our ass today that Lopez can bring home the victory for us. What do you think? I agree. But we have to – can we win today? That's the other big question. Well, I, I think if our bats uh, get off the shoulders and uh, yeah. instead of taking so many pitches, we get out there and swing away and hit, let's go. I love the fact that you were so pissed off with the Twins you called in. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I had to change a lot of things to attend the invitation that I received from a dear friend of mine to attend. Do I know them? Uh, no. I don't even know your dear friend. No. I thought you and I were dear friends. Why don't I know we your are, other dear friend? But you friend? didn't invite me. <laughs> I actually did. I said, well, come up and see us. I told you where I was going to be, and I invited yeah, and you I, to come I up. I told you that you know they wouldn't let me in. How are they? What You actually said, tell them I said it was okay to come in. That's exactly right. And they said, Tom who? Tom who? Who's that you're talking about? <laughs> I'll, I'll well, actually, you guys... <clears throat> Go back to the regular show. You're doing great. Have a good day. Thank you, Michael. See you. Bye. Michael Bilski, North American Banking Company. Ladies and gentlemen, so pissed off at the Twins. I answered the phone. He's like, I hate the Twins. Not a happy guy. <laughs> he's not happy with our Minnesota Twins. Are you getting a lot of comments on the on the emails about, about the game or not that many? Um, I had some at the beginning. People are kind of, I think... I think they're ready to go for the ride tomorrow and, or today mm-hmm. and see what happens. But um, going to have to, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> people are kind of are siding with you. They they think it's kind of funny, but they're also, I I, th- I think they like the optimist like the optimistic point of view of we'll see what happens today. And again, I'm wearing a different hat. I'm not wearing my wearing my twins hat today just to punish them. I know I'm not offering my support when you suck that badly, but yeah, that doesn't. It's just one day cover up. I'm hoping to be wearing it again tomorrow. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Oh, yeah. You, right, you have the right to be, because you're passionate about the team. You want to see the team win, I so do. you're frustrated when they lose. And yep. you know what? Tomorrow or today, when we tip or not tip off first pitch, I guess whatever yeah. you want to call it, we're back on board. We're on the bandwagon. Let's go. This is a good time to bring up my uh, feelings about another team, because it something happened to me for the very first time this year. It's never happened before. When my brother came home from Vietnam, we started watching. I was, I think, 14 years old, started watching the Vikings together, even though they'd been around for about five years before that or 10 years before that, whatever. When he came back, I started watching that team. After this season, this horrendous season they're having, I literally am wondering, why do I still support this team? This team sucks. And they haven't been, they haven't been good in like 30 years. Yeah, the Vikings you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Why, why are they never good? I don't get it. I, they're not never good. They're just never great. Never like great. They're always, way to like, it, yes. Yeah, they're always, yep. I feel like there's always at least a little bit of hope, at least at the start of the season. Most years, by the time we get about halfway through, it's burning the whole thing down. But yeah. Yeah, they're just, I don't know, they just never can get over the hump, which is extremely frustrating. And I'm never, ever going to get over Bud Grant giving the ball to Brent McClanahan. Nothing against Brent McClanahan. It's against Bud. Yeah. You don't give the ball to Chuck Foreman, one of the greatest running backs of all time. What are you thinking? 
Yeah, and for me, my moment like that is when Brad Childress had the 12 men in the huddle oh, yeah. call coming out of a timeout yep. against the Saints back in 2010 where we now had to – I think we had to throw the ball and Brett Favre ended up throwing an interception around the kicking game-winning field goal. So, yeah, that's – Yep. Vikings history is littered with moments like that. Like one missed field goal the entire year. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just, that's, that's a sore spot. We really one. thought we were going to Miami to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, we certainly did. They He had not missed a field goal all year long. And it was like 49 of them, damn near 50 field goals yeah, I think was. he made that it year. Was, yeah. yeah. But not the good one. Not the one that counted. Nope. Not the good one. Nope. I just don't know what to tell you, so I don't know. But, but I love the fact that Bilski is so pissed off of the twins he calls in. <laughs> right. <laughs> he should be calling in. As a matter of fact, if you want to call in, that number again is 952-600-2575. If you want to call in and tell me that the twins suck, that's fine. Or you can tell me, hey, Tom, hang in there. They could pull it out today. Yep. And then you got Lopez pitching Friday in Houston. I mean, they do still have a chance to win this, obviously. Yep. they got to win both games, though. They got to win, win, win two straight now. Yeah, which they've done before against this Houston team, so they can. Yeah, do they it. have. Let's do it. I don't know though, man. I, this pitcher today loves to give up the long ball, and they hit what did they yesterday? Five or six of them. Yeah, I think actually they just hit another one. So. <laughs> <laughs> one of them one. just landed. Actually. <laughs> it just it just came down out yeah. of the sky. Now, to be at that game is something else because the people were so fired up. They were so happy. Everyone was in a great mood as we were walking in the stadium. Everybody's just like, I, like everyone else, assumed that Sonny Gray was going to win that game. Yeah. I did. And he was terrible. I mean, Sonny, I'm a big fan. Don't get me wrong. I've loved watching you pitch, just in case you're listening. But you were horrendous yesterday. Mm. Why does that Do they just lose focus? What happens? It's it's one of those things I think when it happens so early in the game, like now you're rattled a little bit the game because you're as an athlete like in football they script the first drive right and so baseball is probably pretty similar where he has a plan going in and then when that plan kind of just blows up in your face immediately now you're yeah. scrambling to yeah. to figure it out so it's tough but it's almost better to get blown out like that rather than lose a close one at the end because it's yeah. not as emotionally taxing. Do we have a break there that I didn't do? Yeah. Yeah, but it's been good conversation, and plus Bilski called in. So, like, how are we going to go to break during that? I couldn't agree. We can go to break now, though. Do you want to? Works for me. We'll be right back. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving, pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant.
It's Tommy B for Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Normally, I'd be saying the boys of summer are done, and it's time for root beer floats with the kids after football or soccer practice. But with your Win Twins Minnesota Twins still in the playoffs, it might be time for some adult sweet beverages to cheer on our hometown team made with delicious gluten-free Killebrew Root Beer, of course. Might I recommend you consider this recipe for your... Killebrew Root Beer Rum Creams. You just need three ingredients. It starts with black spice rum, then add frothy cold Killebrew Root Beer next, a drop of Bailey's, oh my gosh, you found October heaven in a glass. Whether you watch at home or at Target Field or just taking in the fall colors, try the root beer and cream soda my family absolutely loves. Killebrew. Head to killebrewrootbeer.com for your nearest store and pick up a six-pack or a case. Herbie, you're up to bat. There's only one old-fashioned root beer that delivers that Hall of Fame taste to thirsty fans everywhere. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so we made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, five. Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com free.